Welcome, Sacred Disruptor, to the Sovereign Society podcast. I'm your guide, Sabrina Riccio, modern medicine priestess, golden age business mentor, and marketing muse for spiritual entrepreneurs. In this sacred temple, we explore what it means to embark on your spiritual journey towards sovereign embodiment, multidimensional leadership, and social justice while honoring a business of integrity. Gathered here are some of the world's leading mentors, healers, and revolutionists alike as they share activating codes of guidance and transmissions of wisdom that will empower you to thrive. As a sovereign leader, you are here, embodied in your truth and on your evolutionary mission to answer the call, move the masses, and activate your legacy for the generations to come. You are here to unleash your medicine. Welcome home. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Sovereign Society podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Riccio, and I'm beyond grateful to be here with you. The last handful of podcast episodes, the last few months, I've just been so obsessed with all of these conversations. And a lot of these I filmed around the time when I lost my memory. And today's episode, I'm going to be talking more about what I learned, what I gained after losing my memory, and what I really found. Because that experience was quite the journey I had. I remember when I went on live on IGTV, like a couple days after it happened, and I was at my parents' house doing tons and tons of blood work and scans and all the things like just being not by myself and like with family so I could feel supportive while my mom's freaking the fuck out. (laughs) But I, there was a lot I gained and there was a lot I learned and a lot I was gifted from that whole experience. And I just remember going on IGTV and having so many people send so much love and I never felt that love before. And so sharing this episode, you know, during cancer season and really just feeling the emotions of what came through, what happened. And you know, just closing out um, my birthday month and the trials that came and the initiations that came from the eclipse portals earlier and my birthday and just rebranding my business. There's just been so many shifts and so much change. And I want to thank you for your love. I want to thank you for your support. I want to thank you for your kindness and your patience with me um, as I've been working on reclaiming my memory back and really restarting a lot. Last week's episode with my best friend, Krista Ryerson from Chalice Grove. Powerful, powerful transmission. And this is something I've been really devoted to, to share with you all. If I'm having conversations on here, I want them to be with real, genuine people, okay? And I'm devoted to be sharing with you more insights about business, more insights about branding, about healing truth and all these pieces. So if you love the Sovereign Society podcast and you want to help us out, please leave a rating and review on iTunes. And if you want to ever want to watch these conversations, you can watch them on YouTube. Go subscribe on YouTube because... While I've been so devoted into the last of like healing and navigating through losing my memory, I've also been devoted to creating my new offerings, which I still have availability for. So if you need support with your soulful systems and your back end, maybe through Dubsado, maybe through Mighty Networks, maybe through ClickUp, 
send me a DM on Instagram and let's chat. I'm really excited to be offering this new service, Soulful Systems. And I only take on a few uh, clients a month because it is time consuming and I value high quality service. And so I don't want to half-ass things uh, for my clients. It's just not, you know, growing up in the hospitality industry with restaurants and even going to hospitality school before I went to marketing school, I'm here to help exceed expectations. And so I, I believe in high quality work. So if you need support with your backend system, send me a DM. I'd love to help you create smarter and not harder. And also, if you want to work with me number one-on-one, reach out. This is the amount of <laughs> changes and shifts my one-on-one clients have experienced has been revolutionary and so exciting to bear witness to and watch and support and celebrate. And so I have a few spaces available. I've got three spots available. If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, send me a DM. It is an investment for your business, but the medicine you'll get from it, the activation and the love and support is beyond expectations. And a new service I'm also offering are VIP weekends at my house in Joshua Tree. So it's going to be a three-day, two-night piece where you're going to get so much TLC, love and support, private chefs, sound baths, photo shoot, stay at my house and just brainstorm for brand strategy. All these pieces is just fucking incredible. And I'm so excited to open up my home to you as well. So if you've always wanted to come to Joshua Tree and you want to come stay with me, send me a DM and I would love to hear more about your business. I'm more so opening this up for my one-on-one clients who are part of the six-month container so that we can really dive in and make the most of our time together. Um, But I'm here to help anyone who's ready to take their business and life to the next level. I'm here to help you rebirth your brand and to really help revolutionize the world with your medicine. So this is what we're here. This is part of the initiation that losing my memory really brought forth. And so I'm excited for you to tune into this episode and and hear more about wisdom I, I really received from this. And it was emotional recording this episode without a doubt because losing my memory was something I'll never forget. Ha <laughs> ha, pun intended. But I just really thank you all so much love and so much support during this challenging, tumultuous time. But you know what? Whatever you've navigated through, there's a divine purpose for it. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, as cliched as it is. And I just remembered that the arrow has to be pulled back before it can be shot forward. And where I'm going with my business, where I'm going with my community, wash out world, because we're going to shake shit up and revolutionize the world together. So thank you for tuning in and for listening to the little nuggets of wisdom that I have here to share with you. And just remember and honor your worth. Remember and honor your well-being and your health and give yourself permission to rest and ask for help and be more intentional with your work. Be more intentional with what you're creating and show up with purpose, show up with meaning and show up with intention. And that's my prayer for you. And we got this. We are here together. So let's revolutionize the world. And I'm really excited for you to hear the the nuggets of wisdom from this wild, wild journey. And again, thank you for the love and thank you for the support. And if you're tuning in, take a screenshot, tag me at Sabrina Riccio and at Sovereign Society Podcast so I can see who's tuning in. And let's talk about it more inside the Sovereign Society private group. So I'll see you in there. And without further ado, let's dive in. 
So as you may or may not have caught <laughs> the past few months, I have had quite, quite, quite the journey back in March. It's actually really funny. So right the day after I recorded episode 144 with my brother Sanjay, mind you, this is someone I've sat in ceremony with. This is someone I've performed in front of thousands of people with, someone who has a very similar path in terms of music and yoga to, you know, really diving deeper into the medicine path and honing in on what it means to be a shamanic leader. I lost my memory. I was in the middle of a social media sabbatical when all of a sudden I lost my memory. I woke up with zero short-term memory. I had a friend over for a week. I completely forgot she was there. And my dad went with me to Sanjay's house out here in Joshua Tree to record episode 144. And I woke up the next morning and I had no short-term memory. It was crazy. Over three months later, and I'm still working on picking up pieces and things of memory that I lost. And when I had my exorcism in Mexico right before Dia de los Muertos, and when I was there on vacation with my family, I set up an appointment to work with uh, or to visit a neurologist. And it took me five months to get an appointment to see him. So, you know, by the grace of God, I had this appointment two weeks after I lost my memory. But I, as I shared in my, a few of my IGTVs that went viral, I had so much love, so much support. And months later, people are still checking in with me, asking if I'm okay, how my health is. And I just really appreciated that. I went forth and, you know, I got EEG scans. I got, uh, blood work done. I had that neurologist appointment and it was a really powerful, challenging and testy time for me. And while I lost my memory, there were a few things I really learned that I wanted to share with you all. And it's interesting because it's not until you go through these really testy, like forks in the road, wrench thrown in, whatever you want to call it, things that are not like in the norm, that you really start to have a higher perspective on how smart you are, how wise you are, who you are. And because this was me preparing for the shift in my business where I'm really stepping into being a brand doula, really stepping in as a brand priestess, really stepping in as a sovereign CEO. A lot of things had to come up to the surface to be alchemized, to be healed, to be transmuted, things that weren't going to be in alignment with the blessed up version of me. I am in the process of embodying, becoming, experiencing in this lifetime. So 
it's been a journey to say the least. And I'm, I'm navigating through it pretty well. <laughs> but there were a few things I really learned um, after losing my short term memory and really navigating through the process after and just a uh, FYI, I my the neurologist said I have a healthy brain, which I was really pumped about for the amount of psychedelics and MDMA and cannabis and alcohol that I've consumed over you know over the years, um, and the amount of trauma I've had too. So, and let alone my family history, my grandmother has Parkinson's disease. She's eighty nine years old, and I'm watching her now and. We actually went to the same neurologist. So that was pretty fascinating to see. But the bigger things that I really learned after losing my memory was that I have been in the process of deprogramming and really decoding the last of the tricks from the matrix, like matrix. And it's so funny because as I record this, I'm in the process of getting a new car. And I was thinking like my very first car was a Toyota matrix. Like, you can't make this shit up. The car that I had that got struck by lightning, her name was Sophia. We're anchoring in the Chris Sophia new earth codes. Like, it's so funny when you give yourself the opportunity to start, like, looking at that hawk perspective and putting the pieces together of your journey and seeing how they all relate. So... I've been deprogramming and decoding the last of the tricks of the matrix, right? So, so much of what's been happening is that I've been so devoted to clearing out the last of the false light teachings. And the last piece of the false light teachings that I really needed to clear out really was here to alchemize was the false light teachings that I learned about business. Boom, like head explode, like mic drop. Wow. I was taught about business in the beginning. I mean, minus the business, like going to business school, I have my degree in marketing. I went to one of the top business schools in the nation. And to this day, my marketing professor still has me teach his class. But the, when I first wanted to start my spiritual business, I was learning from like the, the epitome of false light teachers. And I was always getting really mad of like, I'm I'm doing what they taught me. Why is this shit not working? It's because it wasn't truly in alignment with the true light codes, the true Christosophia energy, the true, the truth of what it means to run a soulful business in the golden age. And so, you know, I had to clear out and purge out the last of the the traumas and the pains of low self-worth, um, devaluing uh, my work and my worth when I know people who work with me have radical revolutionary shifts in their life. I'm holding the container for them. I'm calling in people who are ready for that and they're they're doing it on their own, but I'm here rooting for them and supporting them. So it's really wild to see how All of this had to come up to continue to purge out the last of the programming around what it means to be wealthy. What does wealth look like? What it means to run a soulful business with integrity. And something that I really value in business is quality customer service. You know, if people are investing in me, I want to make sure that they are getting their money's worth. They're investing in their time. They're coming into trust with me. So to me, customer service is top top, top, top for me. 
I'm very discerning about who I bring on, who I sign on. I'm not going to sign them on just for the money. I want to sign on people who are ready, willing, able, and devoted to having those transformations. And I want to make sure that they know that I am there to support them, to root for them and, and all the things. So I've had to purge out the last of these teachings from people whose programs that I enrolled in where I felt unseen, where I just felt like another number, where I just felt like I was just putting more money in their bank, but there was no relationship with my coach, with my mentor. And so those were the big pieces that I learned that I was really decoding from the matrix in business, but also just from the world at large, you know, seeing what's been going on after the shit show that was 2020 and what's been happening. Like I have a, a lot clearer perspective on what's going on, what's unfolding. And with that, I'm, you know, very discerning now. I'm, pro I'm very aware and I'm compassionate with the fact that all of us are on different timelines, right? We're all in different parts of the journey, different awarenesses, and we all have various soul contracts and different places in life on um, what we need to experience, what we're here to, to witness, what is here to help us grow, what wisdom we're here to share along the way. And each of us have different parts and different perspectives and different opportunities to really recognize this, to really witness this, to really share from experience. So those trials will come up so that you can share your testimonies down the line. And sometimes it can't be all unicorns and rainbows, which has been the last of the distortions of the matrix programming that I've really had to clear out was that it's not all unicorns and rainbows in business. And it's not all unicorns and rainbows in life. The problem was, is that so much of the matrix teachings, especially in the world of spirituality, new age, whatever, is that the pendulum swung so far to the divine feminine of like airy fairy, love and light, all this shit, completely disregarding the masculine of structures and all these pieces. And I had to continue to clear the rest of that with my own business. That's why I've been called to focus more on soulful systems and structures. Like people who've experienced alchemizer systems, for instance, it's revolutionized the work they're here to do. It's helped them activate their deeper calling, their deeper purpose. Alchemizer systems became like the ultimate business development experience. That wasn't what I was expecting in the beginning. I just knew I wanted to help people with systems, but I've deprogrammed the rest of that. And from that came Alchemize Your Systems, which I'm so grateful and so excited to continue to see the transformation of that. But deprogramming and decoding the matrix is about finding that sovereignty. And it's interesting because I realized as well, another lesson I really saw was that I'm here to shake shit up, right? I always have been. I've called myself a sacred disruptor for a long time. And I'm here to help other people reclaim their sovereignty and how we can really share that within business. People that I have that are clients right now, they are doing beautiful, beautiful work. They are answering the call and activating a legacy unlike ever before. I had to find that within myself first so that I can hold the container for them to feel safe, for them, for me to share compassion, for me to share wisdom and to be a couple steps ahead of them so I can help guide, right? The perfect example when I lost my memory and was getting all these EEG scans was that they wanted me to inject this dye in my body for my brain. And when I saw that it was from Bayer, I was like, look, red flag right there. 
And I, something told me within me, permission to say, no, this is your body. You have the choice what goes in, what goes out. And so when the time came for me to, you know, go into this EEG CAT scan for 25 minutes, half hour, which was the most challenging, difficult 25 minutes, half hour of my life, having this like plastic right in front of my nose. Luckily, they put like a cage over my head with a mirror so I would see my feet. But you don't know you're claustrophobic until you go into an EEG CAT scan machine. But I told them, no, I I do not consent to having this dye in my body. And they said, you don't have to if you don't want to. But just in case, if the if the quality of the photo doesn't come out great, you're going to have to come back and get it. And I was willing to take that risk because I listened to my intuition. I listened to my gut. And so when I went to the neurologist to go get a see my brain, this is your brain on drugs. Just kidding. But when I went to go see my brain, the images were perfect and clear. And so I asked him, I said, they wanted to inject this dye. Was it necessary? And he said, no. And the pharmaceutical industry makes $600 every time they inject. And I was like, motherfucker, it's all a money game. It's all a money game. And this is the opportunity to see how can we start to transform, transition and shift the conversation around money for money to be more supportive. And that's why like in episode, what was it? 142. To 143, when I had Jenna Black and Jacqueline Holmes, where we talked about wealth, it was important for me to share those conversations because I wanted to make sure that we are working on cultivating new relationships, new dialogues around money, because we need more good people making good money, doing great things in the world. And part of that matrix C programming that I had was like the uh, poor and the struggling healer complex. No, enough was enough. And I had to purge all of that out as well for me to step into this new space that I'm activating more wealth in my business so that I can invest in more help and circulate the economy and better serve my community. So if we can start to shift the awareness and the dialogue around money, that's going to help us. But I'm here to shake shit up. I'm here to revolutionize the world. I'm here to implement real change. And it's not going to be, it's about not doing the same thing that I've been doing. It's about me choosing to take initiative to see where there are problems in the world and how can I choose to be the solution. And from that space, how can I help my clients be the solution in things that they are being called to show up, to be leaders in, right? I'm calling in leaders. I'm calling in people who are ready to take initiative, to be in their own sovereign embodiment, to say no to the things that don't feel in alignment, to say yes in investing in themselves, to asking for help, to blessing up their business, to blessing up their community. And I had to find that within myself, but I was programmed and conditioned in this old loop that wasn't serving me, that wasn't serving my audience, that was causing me more health issues. So that was a really big thing I really recognized and saw from losing my memory, as well as who is my true soul squad. This makes me emotional because part of the work that I've been really devoted in transmuting, alchemizing is the people pleaser. And I want to hear too, if you are healing from the habitual people pleaser 
And I was tired of that. I said enough was enough. I'm done being the people pleaser. And that's something that's been passed down from generations to generations. My my nunna was like that. My mom, she's getting better on clearing that out too. But I was like, it ends with me. I don't want my kids to do this work. And that's the thing is like all the work that I've been devoted to, taking care of my mental health, taking care of my taking responsibility to clear out ancestral karma, trauma, all these things. All of that is cellular memory that I've needed to purge out. I don't know if that's why I've been having these exorcisms. I don't know if that's why I lost my memory. Only God knows. But what I do know is that this has been the thing I've been most devoted to the last nine years is that I wanted to heal my family, not just like take responsibility for them, but how can I set precedent for my future children to come? And when I saw who my soul squad was, my like soul family, it was really beautiful because I was always the one reaching out. I was always the one checking in. It was for the first time I was able to receive. I had people check in on me. I had people reach out to me and it was really beautiful. I, I, oh, I'm going to cry. I feel like I'd never had that before. Um, I had a lot of low self-worth, so I felt like I never had that before. And so it's it sucks, you know, that like a situation like this had to recognize and help me see like my worth. But I was really grateful to hear in, check in and see like people who really love me. And I've just been craving that my whole life. Um, so that was a really beautiful piece of it. It was like I actually felt seen. I felt supported. I felt loved and I felt cared for. And that was uh, really, really a blessing. And so instead of feeling like victimized to me losing my memory, I was able to turn this whole ship around and to see how beautiful it was that I had people reach out. So, you know, it's really, I mean, 2020 brought forth a lot, a lot of tests and trials for people, but it's really important to keep checking in on your friends. And, you know, gratefully now with like modern technology, we can connect with friends from all over the world, video, text, what have you, and um, just really navigate through it. And I'm just to those who are listening, I just want to say thank you for reaching out and checking in on me because I really learned from this whole experience of like, clearing out the last of the doubts and the insecurities again centered around worth and wealth from this whole thing and uh, that's something like I always like put on the back burner it's why I at a young age put on a lot of extra weight so I would be ignored and I think so much of the society and the culture we grew up on especially 90s babies and uh, the 9-11 kids you know like all we were fed was media about like skinny is worthy, skinny is beautiful, like to be thin is means like you're desirable in that way. And I just felt so damaged that I didn't want people to deal with me. Um, so I just added a lot of extra weight. Um, so I could also be ignored in that same way. It's very like polarized of like I wanted love, but I was afraid of receiving love um, because of lack of self-worth. And so when I'm having to remember things that, simple things I forgot, um, I'm still like working on remembering like Halloween, uh, 
and Christmas. And when I have like one little like reminder, like then it comes back. But it's it's been my biggest insecurities that really came up for me to say enough was enough. And that was part of also the deep program at the matrix that uh, I really had to navigate through and transmute. And so if you're listening and you're still carrying a lot of low self-worth and low self-esteem because of the way you look or how much money is in the bank account or how your business is or finding yourself in imposter syndrome, ask yourself, why are you putting yourself in that situation? And from that, how can you shower yourself with the love that you need first rather than looking for it outside of you? Because then you're actually disempowered. And that's what the whole thing of this taught me was that as a sovereign leader, as a sovereign CEO, I'm creating life on my terms. And I've always been a late bloomer. It is what it is. But as I've been saying, I'm really glad I didn't peak in college. And I'm really glad I didn't peak in high school. Um, And now that I'm 32 and really finding my truth and really in this beautiful space of like, this is who I am, take it or leave it. I I know my soul squad too, the people that I, I love that are in my inner circle, they're really showing up too. Because a lot of people fell off after I lost my memory. And that was hard as well. Um, but I'm also people pleaser recovering, right? I can't be responsible for their journey. Everyone has free will. So clearing out the last of the doubts and the insecurities, I was able to start to tap into higher levels of worth and wealth and more people sign up for Alchemize Your Systems. I've been filling in one-on-one spots, um, been helping people with their systems. Like I've just really shifted a lot with my business, which has been beautiful. And the biggest piece that I've really needed to learn from this and sometimes like crazy shit, like losing your memory or constant burnout or health issues are are the invitations for you to slow down. And so this told me the importance of rest. And this told me the importance of my overall health and well-being, including my mental health. And, you know, I have seen therapists in the back. I've done plant medicine journeys and have done deep clearing bioregenesis work with some of the greatest like leaders and alchemists out there. And in 2010, I called a suicide hotline. So I've had challenges with mental health since a very young age of navigating through a lot of death. So asking for help and taking care of myself, cultivating more social media sabbaticals, more times for me to take care of me, step away from the phone, step away from the computer. These are things that we're going to need to do more of as we become more addicted and reliant to these dopamine hits that social media bring. And losing my memory was like, oh, I need to remember like how to use these things. Like I was forgetting how to like operate some things on my computer or on my website or even my my camera that I'm even filming this episode on. And so I've had to learn to be patient. I've had to learn to trust the process. And I, the biggest thing was like knowing that all of this is happening for a divine purpose and divine reason. There will be more opportunities for me to offer compassion to someone else who may be struggling, um, who may feel stuck. And that's the beautiful piece of it all. And I'm 
really looking forward to see how these quantum shifts continue to happen because that rocked me. It invited me to invest more in myself, invest more in my business, take responsibility, um, really shift a lot of things. Like, cause obviously the way my life was going, it wasn't working anymore. And I kept praying for a miracle, like, God, please help me get out of this rut. And sometimes I'm stubborn and it takes something like that to really shake me up to do it. But I'm grateful that I'm on the other side. I'm grateful I have a voice. I'm grateful I have a platform. I'm grateful I have a supportive community. And I'm honored to be continuing to help people take their legacy to the next level to rebirth their brands, to answer the call, to be part of the solution. And the thing we need to remember is to not take this life for granted and to cherish every moment because tomorrow's never promised. This <laughs> later to like, who knows, even a couple hours isn't even promised. But if we can remember to be here in the now and allow that to be what moves us, what motivates us. And when we're feeling stuck, when we're feeling low, how can we nourish ourselves? How can we ask for help? How can we take better care of ourselves? We need to talk more about mental health. We need to talk more about this awareness of finding yourself in a downward spiral. How do we alchemize it? Not feeling ashamed about it, which is so much against the love and light, bullshit dialogue, matrix programming. But you are here for a purpose. You are here for a reason. You are here to lead with integrity. So the sooner you give yourself permission to embrace all that that makes you you, challenges, wins, um, weaknesses, strengths, you are going to be able to be fully embodied in your truth. And that's what makes you you. And you will love yourself more, which will then radiate out into the world and call in people who not only love and respect you, but themselves as well. So let's create this wave, this ripple effect of love, of compassion, of peace, of joy. Let's take care of ourselves, honor our health better. Um, let's really be aware of when we need a time out, when we need a break, when we need to ask for help. And I'm grateful that I'm building my team more. I'm grateful for my soul squad, for my support. I'm grateful that I'm really restructured and redesigned and have redeveloped my whole business model so that I can, too, create smarter, not harder and be present more so for my community, for myself, for my friends, for my family and for you. So I thank you for the love and support because losing my memory was hell. Um, like I said, I'm still working through it and anxiety still comes up when I'm doing my best to remember, like I, I can find myself getting hard on myself. I'm like, why do I still not know this? But I have to remember to breathe, be calm, trust the process, and just know that it's in God's hands. And I'm here to be a conduit to implement change. And I'm here for a reason, for a purpose, as are you. We came here during this wild time for a reason, for a purpose. So let's revolutionize the world together. Thank you for your love. Thank you for being here. And I look forward to seeing more of you soon and to continue to support you and your business even further because the world is ready for your medicine. I'll see you soon. Take care. Satnam.
Thanks so much for tuning into this powerful episode of the Sovereign Society podcast. To keep this conversation flowing, I invite you to join us over at the Sovereign Society private Facebook group and to follow us over at Sovereign Society podcast on Instagram. If you want to keep up with me, subscribe to my YouTube channel where you can watch these episodes and so much more. I welcome you to come on over and say hey on Instagram at Sabrina Riccio. And if you love these conversations, please support the podcast by subscribing and leaving a rating and review on iTunes. To share the love, all you got to do is search Sovereign Society Podcasts. And of course, if you're ready for more, stay tuned for next week because I've got a whole new episode coming your way. Take care. Satnam. Satnam.